I'm Justin Roberts of Biz News, and with me for today's Market Insights is Sassfin Securities' David Shapiro. Lots to ponder over the weekend, the news and subsequent knee-jerk reactions of government to the Omicron variant was rather predictable, with global markets tumbling on Friday. The hysteria has seemed to cool, at least today. Were you buying any Black Friday specials in the stock market, David? I, I was tempted. I was tempted, but... You know, you don't want to be silly because we didn't know uh, how bad this is. I I had a inner feeling that it wasn't because, you know, just anecdotally, uh, even though this virus was around, there weren't reports of heavy um, admit, admissions to hospitals or, um, you know, hospitals bursting at their themes. It just seemed to, uh, you know, it was normal. Yes, things were picking up. So... I, I all the time I felt that maybe this was a an, an, an over not an over exaggeration but an overreaction. I still feel at this stage it's it's like that without any kind of medical substance to support what I'm saying. It just doesn't feel as bad as perhaps the other outbreaks have. So yeah, I think I think um, we've got a you know we've got reason to feel victimized. <laughs> so anyway. It's going to happen. This is going to keep on happening. I was scrolling Twitter this morning and I saw a tweet from Mm -hmm. Dave Hazelwood. I think you would be best placed to answer this, David. As an investor, do you ignore virus slash variant news or do you try and keep us at best you can considering what happened to markets on Friday? Does it depend on your time horizon? E.g. long-term investors will largely ignore while short-term traders will pay special attention. Yeah, definitely. I think I think even March 20, when the markets fell in a heap, I think that anybody who went back in history would know that markets tended to recover very fast. We didn't expect it to recover as fast as it did, but I still believe that medically, even now, we're in far better position. You know, there's so much money has been thrown at the vaccine and so much at this virus that I don't think, you know, it's not difficult to come out uh, with some kind of solution. The only the only thing we can't control is people's desire to get vaccinated. And that still is the overriding issue. And I think if anything, Justin, if anything has been shown is that until the world is vaccinated, we're not going to be safe. We're going to get these outbursts and we're going to get uh, these inconsistencies. Standard Bank trading update looked good this morning. Trading back to pre-COVID levels, the banks are trading at very cheap multiples. Is this the market trying to say, as a result of fintech and all the innovation, that some of these banks' earnings are not likely to grow over the next few years, and these challenger banks that we're seeing, more innovative fintech, technology-driven, they're going to start taking market share away from the big traditional players? Yeah, I'm in that camp. I think you're right. I think... I, I. they're not exciting businesses. And I think that investors today are looking for exciting businesses. So um, for me, um, unless they can do something innovative, you know, um, it's going to be very difficult. We're not in the kind of environment where people are splashing out and buying new car. I mean, yes, there's an element of it, but it's not boom times uh, in this economy. And, and therefore, um, banks will prosper when economies boom, when you want to put up new factories, when you want to expand your factory, buy new machinery, you know, experiment, do things like that. That's when I think banks will, will do well or when you want to, when there's plenty of M&A activity. 
But in this kind of environment, it's it's very difficult. You know, I'm talking specifically in the South African environment. I think it's very difficult. And I think they'll probably continue to, to trade at these uh, uh, low multiples. Justin, it's hard as well. There's another element to it as well. The JSC is, is very thin in volume. You know, I, I monitor it. It just shows you that the level of participation is kind of just kind of falling away. And, and therefore, people who bought banks have bought banks. <laughs> I don't think they're going to aggressively go out and seek. And, and the inflows are not coming in. As an economy grows, you get more inflows. You have to expand your, uh, uh, you know, your investment horizons. That, that's not happening. So I think, yeah, I, I, yeah, you can take a fair share of banks, but I'm not sure you're going to get the kind of returns that, um, you know, that people are projecting. As you say, David, the local banks are proxies to the economy, which is stagnant, which is not growing. We've seen clothing retailers surprised to the upside in their results in recent weeks. Which industry is more exposed to economic growth and prosperity? Would that be the discretionary retailers or the local banks? <laughs> That's an interesting question. I think the, the upside gearing is in the, is, is in the retailers, um, mainly because they hit directly at consumers, you know, and banks, banks can't, you know, a capitec can benefit from consumers. It's right, it's down at that bottom, you know, it's down at the, at, at the lower income levels. But I think banks really rely on big industries as much as we, as much as we say, or alternatively the housing markets, you know, so, so, so the bigger markets. So I think that, I think that, you know, your clothing retailers, you turn over the clothes, we're going into those buy now, pay later, uh, prospects and that, which are also very encouraging for retailers, because it means, yeah, you know, it means that people are going to be spending more. Does it help banks? I think there's certain banks that are going to go into it. the innovative bank will go into that, you know, and uh, that, that, you know, that's where it's going to happen. I would imagine Capitec would be first into those kind of areas, you know. So, you know, the clothing retailer at the bottom end of the clothing retailer still attractive, yeah. Interestingly, Impala Platinum going for the jugular, announcing its firm yeah. intention in a part cash, part share deal to buy Royal Buffer King. There's been a cat fight with Northern Platinum. They recently took a 33% stake of the business. What's your high-level take on the announcement and all, all the interest shown in Royal Buffer King? I, I, I'm trying to work it out, you know, and I mean, you know, they're now paying this massive premium, but they're only buying about 23% of it. Maybe they're just waiting on the sides and ready to pounce. And also, I think they need to get rid of their money. You know, that's a bad thing as well, that they, they're building up cash reserves and uh, don't want to go and, you know, not, not, don't want to start anything new, which is, which is uh, also not a show of confidence. You know, rather than expanding into a new mine or doing anything, maybe they fear shareholders. So this is an investment. You know, this is an investment in another, in another operation. So it doesn't really add to the economy, you know. It doesn't it doesn't help us anyway? It just helps uh, Royal Buffer King uh, get a little richer than that. But I would prefer to see Impala just taking some kind of risks now uh, and 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 starting to expand, create employment, create uh, a new infrastructure somewhere else. Because everyone, every time you sink a shaft, the multiple effect is 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 quite dramatic. You know, I don't think we we understand. That. You know, you, you're creating employment, you're creating um, investment growth. So, 
David, the S&P 500 is heading for its third consecutive year of 30% returns. This year at around 26% year to date. In the last 50 years, David, whilst you've been in the market, it's only had one period of double-digit growth four years in a row. Do you think 2022 is going to be much of the same for equity markets? No, I think it's going to be a lot harder. Maybe the first few months, but it's going to be tough. And one of the reasons we're seeing this growth is something that we have never witnessed before. Right from the outset of the century, you know, from the year, from 2000 on, we've had low interest rates, very vir- virtually zero interest rates. And of course, that's helped equity markets. You know, it hasn't helped. And each time we get out of a crisis, another one's come that's forced us to re- reduce rates again. So we had the internet bubble. We had, uh, you know, issues around um, 270708, and now we've had this pandemic as well. So for, for, for people using the 60-40, you know, balanced funds, it's been, it's been terrible. You know, it's, it's, it, it's been very, very difficult. So it has favored markets, and therefore those who, who've managed to read this, you know, have done better. But for traditional for you know, conservative investors, traditionalists who have gone 60, 40, 60, 40, you know, 40 being uh, the amount that you put into bonds or other assets, um, they have underperformed the market. But Justin, I'm, I'm setting a very low bar for 2022. You know, if I can beat inflation, I'm talking in dollar terms, just you know, stepping over 5 or 6%, I'd be thrilled, but not 26% again. L- lastly, David... This new variant, how much of a risk is it to equity markets? No, I don't think so. I, I, I think we've already discounted it. You know, you can, you can sense that it's not serious and um, that, that, that it will be uh, controlled. So uh, I'm merely giving you uh, an innocent or, you know, what would you say, just a, a feeling trying to read what we're seeing now. I know the media, you know, they're pumping it up, and I'm talking about the American media and even the British, yeah, they're pumping it up, trying to make it, trying to get people to come and listen to the stories. But I, I think markets will probably brush it aside and, and slowly recover and get back on to, uh, you know, that upward proje- trajectory that we've seen.